0: from MLive and Michigan's Best, and on today's Michigan's Best podcast, I'm excited to introduce you to a Michigan-based company that's been around for over 100 years, employs over 900 farmer families as cooperative growers, and brings something sweet to your table almost every day. It's Michigan Sugar, and I've got Rob Clark with me right now, who's the Director of Communications and Community Relations for Michigan Sugar. Rob, welcome.
1: Thanks. Good to be here, Amy.
0: Well, I am a baker, for those who don't know, and I, I worked as a pastry shop for a really long time, and I love sugar. I'm not going to lie, I have my own sugar drawer here in my kitchen. I've <laughs>
1: seen a picture.
0: You have, <laughs> and it's, it's always filled with with Michigan sugar. You guys, people are going to know you because you make Pioneer Sugar, right, Rob?
1: Correct. Uh, Pioneer Sugar is the brand of sugar that Michigan Sugar Company has been making since 1906, So it's been around for 114 years.
0: That's an amazing business story to be able to do that. And one of the things that I think that really sets you guys apart is your cooperative model. Um, It's a little bit different than maybe most businesses are run, right Rob?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And we've been a cooperative since 2002. So we were founded in 1906, but we weren't founded as a cooperative. Um, That didn't happen until uh, well into our history. And, uh, the reason behind it really was that, uh, the company that owned Michigan sugar was looking to sell the company. And, uh, at that time, the growers of the company, the farmers banded together and, and bought the company. So they are the owners. Um, they also grow the sugar beets. Um, now we have a management team that runs the company, but in the end, um, you know, we exist to, uh, to help those growers profits. And uh, we're very grateful that they stepped up and bought the company back in 2002.
0: It's amazing. And when you hear the number, it's almost 900 farmer families that are- Correct. That's astounding.
1: Yeah, and they. what's really neat is our farmers uh, grow sugar beets in about 20 Michigan counties um, in the Saginaw Valley area, mid-Michigan. Um, and we also have some growers in Ontario, Canada. Uh, so we've got about 900 grower owners, like you said, and they're, um, farm families. They're like your neighbors. Um, if you got in your car and drove out to Michigan's thumb, you would pass sugar beet fields and you would pass farms. And, and those are the people who own the company.
0: That's awesome. Now, how did Michigan sugar come about? Because I mean, I'm assuming sugar beets were not native to Michigan. So how did, how did this whole idea of growing sugar beets in the thumb region come about for Michigan sugar? Sure,
1: sure. So Really, um, this took off in the late 1800s. Um, there was some, some technology, seed technology that came from Germany. Um, it actually ended up at Michigan State uh, University, it wasn't a university at the time, but uh, <laughs> they did some research and they, they figured out that sugar beets could grow very well in the soil of this region of the state, um, very fertile, uh, rich soil. Um, and at the time, the lumbering industry in this area had died. And so there was this great need to replace economically that lumber industry. And they, they figured out that it could be sugar beets that, that really took the place of the lumber. Um, and so they started growing these in the late 1800s. And by about you know, the mid to late 1890s, there were little sugar companies popping up all over Michigan. Um, and small processing facilities just popping up everywhere. Um, and actually, um, all of our factories, and we can talk about those in a minute, but we have four sugar beet slicing factories. They were all built between 1898 and 1902. So, you know, we operate and own uh, the, the oldest sugar beet slicing factory in the United States. That's in Cairo, Michigan. Um, but they were all built for different sugar companies um, back around the turn of the, the century there. Um, so what happened was in 1906, six of these smaller sugar companies merged together to form Michigan Sugar Company. Hmm. And that's how it all got started way back then. And um, you know, it's interesting that you know, there are not many 114-year-old companies <laughs> and, and oh. we're one of them so yeah so we take a lot of pride in that.
0: Oh my gosh you, should, you totally should. I, I want to go back to um, the fact that you're still using factories that were built in the early 1900s so processing sure. of the sugar beets hasn't changed that much or have you retrofitted? How does that work?
1: Sure yeah I mean the the process itself really hasn't changed much in terms of the the chemistry of it but obviously the technology has changed a great deal over the years. Um, and so that is one of, our, uh, one of our great challenges is how do you take you know, a 120 year old factory and continue to modernize it and continue to invest dollars to bring it up to today's uh, standards. And that's, uh, that's something that we um, take a lot of pride in. We invest uh, millions of dollars every year to upgrade our factories. Um, if you if you look at the outside of them, that in, there are places where the walls look old, like you can see. Well, those are old bricks; those are 120 year old bricks. But inside, the technology is very modern, um, and it's it's a fascinating process to see. If you ever get a chance to, to tour a factory, um, and we offer public tours at our Bay City factory, um, I would I would jump at that chance. Um, those, those tours are on hold right now because of the pandemic, but once we get through this, we'll get that program back up and running.
0: The minute it's open i'm coming over because i i'm, I'm totally fascinated <laughs> yeah, enjoy it.
1: It. Yeah, you would really like it it's, well, it's very interesting
0: after uh, you and i spent some time out in a sugar beet field a couple weeks ago and seeing how they grow and they really do just they look like white beets maybe a little bit bigger mm-hmm. but they have a green leafy top and we sliced them up right there in the field and ate them and you can taste the sugar in them but going mm-hmm. from that natural product and then creating granulated, powdered, or brown sugar out of it. Just walk us kind of quickly through how that how that possibly happens. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> sure. it's a miracle.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, no, it's, and you're right, you know, when you're out in a beet field, it's kind of neat because people don't really know what a sugar beet is necessarily. They hear beet and they, they picture those red beets. Um, and sugar beets are a root vegetable, they grow underground. Um, and they're white and kind of tan on the outside. When you slice them open, they're white. They look like a potato. And if you lick it or eat it, you can taste that sugar. Um, now all vegetables have sugar, but sugar beets and sugar cane are the two plants that have the most sugar. Um, so about 18% of a sugar beet is sugar. Um, and that's what makes it ideal for uh, extraction, <laughs> extracting the sugar. Um, so we, we harvest the beets out of the field, we bring them to the factories and a lot of people think we um, press the beets like to get the sugar out, but we actually slice them. Um, so they go through these big slicers and um, they come out in like long French fry, about eight inches long. They look like long skinny French fries okay. and those are called cassettes. And then the cassettes go through this process of, um, it's essentially uh, a baking process, not a baking process, but it's a, a cooking process where we, um, we heat them up, we add, we introduce sugar crystals and then new sugar crystals grow and we extract that sugar. So it's very technical. I'm not, uh, not a scientist. So <laughs> I can't really explain deeper than that. But once the sugar is extracted, it goes into a, a device called a granulator that dries it. Then it goes into a cooler and then it goes into either a silo where we store uh, the sugar, or it goes right to the uh, packaging and warehouse facility for bagging, and then out the door to uh, a variety of customers.
0: That's that's amazing. I think it is something that everyone needs to go see, because um, we are one of the few states that grow sugar beets, right, Rob? E-
1: yes, there are um, a number of states throughout the country that grow sugar beets, but uh, I think it's uh, about 11 states where they grow sugar beets. Uh, they grow sugar cane down south, um, but yeah, it's not done in every state for sure. And uh, Michigan, in Michigan, we are the only company that is doing this. We're the only sugar company in Michigan. So um, when you hear Michigan Sugar Company and you hear Pioneer Sugar, uh, you know we like to say that's pure Michigan, right? That we kind of kind of dive onto that tagline. Um, And I was gonna tell you um, just a couple fun facts um, that people might be interested in Mm -hmm. uh, just to get a sense of the process. It takes about 10 hours from the time a beet enters a factory until it becomes sugar. And a standard four pound bag of sugar um, can you guess how many sugar beets it takes to make a four pound bag? We might've told you this. Before.
0: You might've, but you know what? I don't remember. And now I feel very bad that <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. It's, no, no,
1: it's, it's um, um, seven, seven sugar beets.
0: I, what I remember is I think I guessed a hundred <laughs> right? and you were like, are you crazy? And I'm like, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no.
1: no, it's, I mean, how would you know? Right. But it's, it takes about seven average size sugar beets to make a four pound bag of sugar. Um, so kind of a couple fun facts there.
0: No, I love, I absolutely love that. I, th- I think it's, it's so interesting, the whole process. And then um, to know that, you know, literally when you drive through the, the Thumb region, I mean, you just are driving, and, and you probably don't know what a sugar beet field looks like, but you're driving past just miles and miles and miles of them um, out there. It really is a absolutely. huge part of the economy, not just for that area, but for our entire state of Michigan, right?
1: Absolutely. Um, and I will say that our, our largest growing area is Huron County. We have about fifty-six thousand acres planted there every year, and we our growers annually plant about one hundred and sixty thousand acres, and that generally yields about four point six million tons of sugar beets. So you're right; they're they're everywhere. And once you, you know, once you kind of know what a sugar beet field looks like, then you. When you're driving, you'll be like, oh, that's soybeans. Okay, that's obviously corn. That's dry beans. Oh, there they are, sugar beets. <laughs> so, yeah, they're, they're everywhere. And, and in terms of economic impact, um, it's really a great story for Michigan. Um, our company has, a, has an economic impact, annual economic impact of $500 million in the state of Michigan and an indirect impact of $1.5 billion. So, it's, it's a very important industry in Michigan.
0: That's awesome. Well, a positive Michigan business story we can always get behind. Rob Clark, where can people get more information about Michigan Sugar or learn more about your your label, Pioneer Sugar?
1: Sure, absolutely. Thanks for asking. We really appreciate that. Um, We have a great website at michigansugar.com, and we also have a brand website that we are in the process of refreshing right now. So in the coming weeks, we'll have a a brand new pioneersugar.com website, Uh, you can get great recipes there, and uh, you can learn more about the brand. Uh, So either one of those is a great place to get information. And we're also all over social media. Uh, We have a a robust uh, Michigan Sugar Facebook page. We have an Instagram account, a LinkedIn page. You can find us on YouTube. And then we also have a brand Facebook page, Pioneer Sugar, uh, and Instagram account for Pioneer, so.
0: Awesome. Well, I love I love following you guys on social media. I have a lot of fun with it. And of course, everyone out there, you can find the new red bags of Pioneer Sugar on shelves at your local store right now. Rob Clark, Director of Communications and Community Outreach, thank you so much for joining me.
1: Thanks, Amy.